You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So the month of February is the shortest month of the year, but I am not sure how it took me by surprise as far as how quickly it went by. And we are about to enter the end of quarter one of 2023. So with that, I've done a lot of reflection and a lot of reassessing everything that I have going on because it can sometimes feel like a lot. It has felt like so much that I actually was unable to release a new podcast episode last Sunday, and I've been thinking tons about the podcast, and here's what I realized. I really want to focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, which are the three pillars of everything I do, not only my free-to-be-mindful therapy practice, but the free-to-be-mindful podcast, as well as the Amiga Moms movement. So because of that, I have real that in the course of the podcast, while I talk about children sometimes on a longer episode, it's not really just for parents or for educators. It's for anyone that's interested in living life more mindfully and being present in their lives. So because of that, the Consult a Counselor series will continue to be hosted on my Instagram page and on my YouTube page, but I'm actually going to remove it from the podcast so that the podcast can really focus again on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, and not on a lot of issues that have to deal with kids. So if you can rate and review the podcast or share it on your social media pages, send this episode if it resonates with you with a friend, that would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So as we round out the end of February, I'm thinking back to the last episode, we spoke about self-love and self-care and how loving ourselves factors into not only our emotional wellness, but also our mental and physical wellness. And I wanted to keep that topic in mind because that definitely plays a part in the energy that we pour into our relationships with other people. So how we treat ourselves shows up in the way that we treat other people. And this includes our romantic relationships. And because it's February, after all, there's no better time to talk about romance than during the month of love. So no matter what relationship you have with a partner, with a spouse, with a significant other, or just with a buddy, here are a couple of important reminders and tips for keeping healthy relationships with those we care for so that the flame can continue to grow. So the first tip is to effectively communicate your thoughts and feelings. And the key word there is effectively. Sometimes when we're with a person, especially when we're with them for so long, we assume that they can just read our minds. 
And sometimes maybe they can. But what happens is, is that we can set ourselves up for failure or for a fight or for a disagreement based upon the miscommunication or the assumption that our partners or our spouses could read what's happening inside of our minds or that they should have known something was to happen because perhaps based off of past experiences or because they know us very well. And it's really important that we communicate effectively, that we take into consideration our body language when we speak, our eye contact, the faces that we put on when we're really expressing ourselves, the tone that we carry when we're expressing ourselves. It's really important that we keep that top of mind because all of those things make a big impact into the way that we communicate. So we may think, well, I told him, right? Or I told her or whatever it may be. But how did we tell that other person? And did we communicate fully or did we expect them to know some pieces even though we didn't verbally say them? So keep that in mind while you're reflecting upon how it is that you're communicating with those you love. It's really important to communicate when there is an issue or when there is a misunderstanding because we don't want assumptions to be leading our journey. We want to make sure that our communication is leading our partnership so that we always keep it honest, so that we are open, and that we focus on not only communicating these things, but that we also focus on the listening part so that we are listening to our partners, not only to listen and to hear their words, but to truly feel and understand where they are coming from before saying anything at all. Mindful listening is a huge skill that we can all take extra time to work on. And while we're talking about communicating, not only do we want to communicate our wants and our needs, our desires, our fears, all of those things, But we also want to make sure that we include our gratitude and our appreciation for our partners and that we remind them why it is that they're so special to us and why we value their relationship. Again, sometimes we just assume that they may know, but it is really nice to hear these things too. So provide some space where you are sharing how you feel about that person outside of Valentine's Day and their birthday. On any given day, you can always let them know why it is that you appreciate them. Tip two is to create a balance in your relationship. And what do we mean by balance? That means meeting each other halfway. And this reminds me of the priest that married my husband and I, Father Peter. And I'll never forget that Father Peter shared relationships are never 50-50 because there's always something happening in our lives, whether it is something with our families or our jobs or our friendships or just within ourselves. So because of that, when we meet each other halfway, sometimes that halfway looks 60-40. Sometimes it looks 90-10. Just knowing that you give and take and that it is a two-way street, that is something major to keep at the forefront of our minds when we're thinking about creating a balance in our relationships. We always have to work on adjusting our expectations or perhaps rearranging plans or perhaps being the shoulder to lean on instead of always doing the leaning ourselves. 
really understanding these things and doing it to a reasonable extent is healthy because that's what we do for those we love. And remembering that the balance sometimes doesn't have anything to do with the other person. The balance is also remembering that you are your own person, that before you're able to love or pour into anybody else, that you have to love and pour into yourself. So it's important to have your own boundaries and your own self-respect. It's important to be two separate people that sometimes do two very completely different things because it's what brings you joy. So yes, sometimes we do merge and have similar hobbies or friends in common, but it is totally okay. And one can say necessary to also be able to have your own friends and have your own hobbies and to prioritize the things that bring you joy. And that's exactly why I'm hosting an event through my platform, Amiga Moms, alongside with Lisa Dominguez, who is the CEO of Spa O, located in Secaucus, New Jersey. On Saturday, March 11th, we are going to be at her spa and really prioritizing ourselves. Because again, we cannot pour into others before pouring into ourselves. So it's a three-hour event where we're going to be talking about healing and empowerment and enjoying the spa itself with a light brunch also. If you're interested in that, you can check out the link in bio or go to freetobemindful.com backslash Amiga Moms. And if you're in the tri-state area, I do look forward to meeting you in person. Tip three is to truly experience your relationship, is to be present, is to be mindful when you're with that person. Because no matter how much time has passed in a relationship, whether it's just a couple of months or a couple of decades, it's never too late to reacquaint yourself with what is it that made you fall in love with this other person in the first place. And there's a lot you can do to keep this flame alive, to experience the relationship as it's happening, and not just to think back when it was in the puppy love phase. So different things that you can do include recreating your first date, traveling to new places together, enjoying a night out without the kids if those are in your lives. Or doing different couples things like a wine night, going to a carnival, taking a long drive, going to a sporting event. Anything where you're really taking the time to be present and to enjoy the time that you have together. Taking the time to embrace intimacy and to celebrate the love that you share outside of any Hallmark celebration like Valentine's Day. Tip four is to accept that all relationships are imperfect. And this doesn't mean settling for less or this doesn't mean staying in an unhealthy relationship. But it does mean that our real life relationships don't need to look like those portrayed in a Disney movie. Know that flawed does not equal not beautiful. Know that we're going to go through a lot of different things in our lives and life can get hard. There are obvious ups and downs, and it's not going to be every day where we feel super romantic or we may even have the desire to celebrate. 
But as long as we know that we are there for that other person and that other person is there for us, then we know that the spark is not gone. Love can be communicated in several ways, even if it's not the most exciting one. And we talked about this a lot in the two episodes we've done having to do with love languages. So perhaps it's helping out with chores. Maybe it's going for a walk together. Doing things that the other person is going to appreciate is just as beautiful and says love just as brightly as going out to a nice dinner. So if you want to reacquaint yourself with the aspect of love languages, I do invite you to check out episode 122 and episode 132, where we talked about love languages and how that plays into our relationships. Tip five is to recognize negative patterns. And this is not just in the other person, but recognize negative patterns within yourself as well. As humans, we can sometimes develop these unhealthy habits or mechanisms that can interfere with the way that we interact with one another. It is of utmost importance that we remember that having conflict in our lives is normal, whether that conflict is outside of us, external, or whether it's internal conflict, it's a part of everyday life, although we can't control it. But one thing we can control is how we choose to react to this conflict, to uncomfortable situations, to unexpected situations. And that is where the aspect of mindfulness comes in because we choose to take a breath and think about how we're going to respond or how we're going to react to a negative situation. So let's take the time to reflect on what are the patterns that we ourselves sometimes engage in when we are faced with stress or with anxiety or with uncomfortable things happening and how can we respond to it instead? So whether we take that time to reflect, whether we need time alone, or maybe we work through it with our partners, being open to these conversations can really help us learn more about ourselves and grow as people. And finally, the last tip is to forgive. Forgive yourself for past mistakes, forgive others if mistakes are present, know that we are always learning and growing. Know that there is no such thing as a perfect relationship or as a perfect person. Know when you have to say, I'm sorry, when you have to say, I apologize. And just as important, when it's time to let go of something that happens whether it be a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, because we choose whether we're going to let something heavy drag us down or whether we are going to acknowledge it, forgive it and let it go and create more peace in our lives. So know that healing is so very important. And there's a lot of things that can happen over the course of a long, long, long life relationship, let's say. But know that kindness goes a long way, not only to your partner, but also to yourself. So know that love is a beautiful thing. And it's not all fairy tales and butterflies, but it's also growth. It's learning, it's redefining, it's accepting, it's knowing when to let go, knowing when to give more and knowing when to ask for more too. By practicing healthy ways to love one another, we allow our relationships to 
truly flourish. Remember to celebrate the love in your life by communicating with each other, by carving out time for one another, and by being there through each other's growth, through the good times and bad. I now invite you to join me for the short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, ground yourself in the space you're in by bringing awareness to your breath as you take a breath in through your nose and as you exhale fully. I invite you to take this opportunity to reflect on the romantic relationships in your life. Think of the highlights in this relationship. What has made you the happiest? What have you loved the most? What has been the greatest blessing? Also take some time to reflect upon what is it that you can continue to do as you continue to nourish the relationship and help it grow. Think about what are some things that you've been holding on to that sometimes get in the way of this growth. And take the time to reflect, if you can, let things go. And if you can't, reflect on why that is and have the courage and bravery to have these conversations with those you love to keep the spark alive, not only in your relationship with one another, but to keep your internal flame burning in the belief of healthy love. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.